0: Hi, I'm Jacqueline Becerra, pastor of City Church International, and this is our church podcast. Thank you for listening today. I hope this message encourages and empowers you. I always say I want you to be encouraged. I want you to become stronger, become wiser. You got to come out after every message with a fight inside of you. Meaning, you know what? I'm gonna shut hell up out of my life, period. I'm gonna come out with a fight and not let things hold me back, right? So don't forget, share, like, and invite. Don't want to miss the 12 o'clock. Let's spend a few minutes to just kind of connect. Let's get engaged. Get your notes. Get your paper. Let, let's get a pen. Let's get ready to write, right? We're going to talk about a few things. Well, maybe one thing. And and if you want a title, we can say, what What has you stuck, right? That would be the title. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. We know that this is your day. You've created it. And today we're going to choose willingly, our personal selves will choose to dwell and be happy in it, Lord. We're going to enjoy. We don't care what this pandemic, Lord, is going on. Even if we're going to be isolated in our houses, we're going to choose today to make it a joyous day, right? To spend time with our families and protect ourselves and be wise, right? We thank you now in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I want to share something with you, and they'll put it up on the screen there Um, if you're streaming live. Hebrews 12, 1, in the New Living Translation, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, right, let us, this is the main, if you want to highlight this in your Bible, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. I don't know if you've ever felt in life where you just feel something has, is hanging on to you and you can't seem to go forward, right? Well, the scripture says, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially sin that so easily trips us up, right? At that point, we should say, Lord, you are the lampstand onto my feet. You're going to turn the lights on. So I stop tripping on the same things over and over and over, right? And then it goes on to say, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. In Jeremiah 13, in that scripture, if you read it, there's a a, scripture, Uh, part of the sentence where it says listen carefully, right? Don't stay stuck in your own ways, right? And there's a lot of things that can keep us stuck where we're at. And then I can mention a few. I mean, I could probably mention a thousand or a hundred of them, but I'm gonna mention just a few. What slows us down or what keeps us hindered or held back, right? It could be madness, sadness, divorce. I mean, you've been divorced for 15 years and you're still living off of that. Um, Sadness, separation, a negative doctor's report, unforgiveness, maybe old hurts or offenses, right? Emotional abuse, physical abuse, control, addictions, betrayal, right? Maybe your father abandoned you and you're still living off of it, right? Just things like that. A lot of times things will keep us stuck because we choose to stay stuck, because we want to be stuck. Why? Because we become so immune to how it feels that we don't even know what normal feels. We're used to it. And if it's not there, we got to find it somewhere, right? If the problem is solved then, and, and, and you're not dealing with it anymore, you tend to want to find something that feels like it. So you go into what is called a drama, right? A dramatic lifestyle where you're living off of situation after situation after situation. Oh, my husband left. Oh, now my sons abused me. Now my daughters abused me. Now you gotta find stuff to keep you active to make you feel the way you felt because you become consumed with that. You let it overtake you. It's immune to you. It's normal. Let's be sad because I, I don't wanna be happy today because I, I'm used to sad. I'm used to being mad. I don't want to be normal and go into HEB and feel excited about the day or be a little bit happy because the sun's shining and the wind's blowing nice and, you know, we got to roll down that convertible top and feel relaxed. We can't do that because I I just want to be mad because I'm so used to it. It becomes an immunity to us, right? So when we, uh, um, Another reason why we stay stuck is because we're living in our past, holding on to grudges, making up excuses, uh, uh, casting fault. Oh, it's her fault why I'm the way I'm at. It's her fault that's why I'm homeless. It's her fault because she didn't love me. It's her fault. But you never really see the root that it starts with you. It starts with you. So when when we cast blame, we shift and set ourselves up for failure. And then you live this life that you're just casting fault that everything that happens to you has to do with someone else when really it doesn't have anything to do with anyone else. It has to do with you on how you embrace life and how you embrace forgiveness and how you... Can you imagine if I'll be like, oh, I'm a loser and a failure because my daddy rejected me and abandoned me when I'm two years old and I've been living 43 years of life because my daddy... oh my. Come on, get over it. Get over it. You can't, your daddy left you, your daddy left you. That's how daddies know what to do best. It happens. Don't get offended men, but there's some men that don't pay their child support. And it's true. But that, I'm just speaking from experience. I'm being transparent. My daddy never paid child support. He just thought making a baby was making a baby and leaving. But can you imagine if I I lived with that? We can't live with, it's my daddy's fault why I'm a loser. It's my daddy's fault or my mama's fault because she's a drug addict. It's my, no, we can't live off of that. Those are the, that's going to set me up for failure. What you have to do is say, Lord, I need you. I need a revelation and a relationship with you because I can't live with this no more. I can't do this no more on my own. I've tried plan A, B, C, and Lord, you've had the only plan, and I just didn't see it, but I need it, right? You got to get to that point where your dependency is on God, and you don't make excuses and blame people for where you find yourself. You can't. When you blame others, we invite our difficult seasons to define the rest of our lives. So if you find yourself in that sick cycle, you got to ask yourself, who am I blaming, and why can't I get out? Because remember... You invite difficult seasons to define the rest of your life if you're blaming others. The root is in you. What you need God to help you root out, right? You're stuck, right? And sometimes that root, God's trying to pull it and pull it and pull it, and your hand gets in the way, and God is trying to pull it, but it's stuck. It's stuck. It's stuck because you know what? The other end of that root, you're holding it down because you want to keep it because you feel comfortable, because you like the hurt. You like to be mad. You want to be angry. You want to hate the world. You want to hate the person that hurt you. You're plotting revenge, and you're holding that root, and God is trying to pull it out, and you're down here trying to pull it down. Like, no, God, keep it there. I want it. I need it, because it makes me feel normal, because this is my own, my normal that I know about. We can't do that. Another, another thing that God can keep us stuck is when life catches us off guard, right unprepared you weren't prepared for that doctor to tell you oh you got cancer and you got six months to live were you prepared for that oh yeah lord i'm i'm ready for it hit me hit me with your best shot right that sounds like a song hit me with your best shot fire away right Well, you can. We can't. We we catch ourselves sometimes stuck when life hits us and we're not prepared. You're focused every day. You're focused, and suddenly a battle hits and it knocks the wind out of you. How many of have uh, How many of us have experienced that, right? We don't expect it. We didn't expect for that to happen to our mom. We didn't expect for that to happen to our dad. We didn't expect the car to break down in the house to get re and a divorce paper come at you all at the same time. We didn't expect it. And sometimes that can keep us stuck in a season, a season and a process that, that we have to go through, right? It reminds me of the flu virus when it hits. I know we're dealing with corona, but corona, man, we need to stop giving that devil corona so much credit. Just wash your hands, wear your mask, and keep your distance. I work in a hospital. I'm around that. Wash your hands, keep your mask on, and keep your distance, and you're safe. Be wise, right? Anyways, I was going to preach with the mask on, but they're, they're distance, and you're distant from me, so I'm safe. So... it, it, it life will hit you unexpectedly right it's like the flu virus you start feeling achy start feeling feverish uh, you take some vitamin c you're eating that chicken noodle soup and you're drinking lots of fluids and orange juice and guess what you get a good response right makes you feel a little bit better but you know what (laughs) once you get feverish and once you start feeling achy it's already too late guess why because the virus is already in your system right Once you're hurt, once you're offended, once you're mad, it's already in your system. It's too late, but guess what? The doctor's gonna tell you it's gotta run its course. Let that hurt run its course. Let that offense run its course. I'm not saying, oh, tomorrow it's gonna go away. No, it takes 14 days for flu to come out of your system. So I'm not saying that your hurt and your offense is gonna take 14 days, but it can't take 14 years. Uh, wouldn't you rather have 14 days of hurt than 14 years of being stuck where you're at? It's just like the flu virus, right? So some situations are like that. You can't avoid the crisis from happening. You're going to leave today, and you're, or you're going to leave your home today, and someone might flick you off in the highway. Or maybe someone will uh, um, put a negative comment on your Instagram or something. Or maybe somebody's going to lie about you and slander about you just because they're not happy. Remember, people that, are, that, ne- that comment negatively about you, it's nothing to do with you. It has to, something to do with that person, because they don't know you but they comment bad about you they have the issue because they're hurting people hurting people hurt people so when you get a negative comment from someone you don't even know and they don't even know you personally then they you you don't have the issue that's why you don't take those comments to heart because you don't have the issue they have the issue right they have an issue with them internal self that they need a fix period and so we have, we, we can't avoid the crisis, and we have to go through them. I've always taught y'all, you ask God in the middle of your crisis, what can I learn from this? I know it hurts. I know I want to quit. I know I don't want to be part of this, but I have to go through the course. But what can I learn from this? Who can I teach? What can I do, right? And, and, and we have to face them, because if we don't, face, what we're going through, it's going to crush us, destroy us, weaken us, and control. It's going to take control over us that we lose heart. All of a sudden now, we just don't feel God, and we don't hear God, and we don't know God, and is God really real? And you become dry and dehydrated where, I mean, you're numb, but we can't allow those things to happen, right? Another thing that keeps us stuck and slows us down is what we're saying, how we speak about ourselves, that's what causes us to get stuck right the bible says that the in proverbs 18:21, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit our words can turn our life upside down meaning it could be negative or positive and it's easy to be negative we can walk into HB and see all the negative stuff right away but we never could see the positive things about how that employee is wiping the cart down you walk up to the car you sure it's clean you're so negative already are you sure I need another wipey right now and you never used to wipe them you had just picked your nose uh, getting out of your car. Before corona, you picked your nose, scratched your butt, and grabbed the cart. I mean, and now you're so negative going in and wondering if they wipe the cart and you take your own gloves and your own wipies. And I mean, come on. It's so easy to be negative, right? Our mouths activate six cycles. Our words keep us in the six cycles. Our words that we speak, and I'm talking about you and I, because I'm a human being. I may have a title of a pastor, but I'm human too, right? I know, I speak from experience about those carts and poking the nose and touching the carts, right? I'm transparent. Transparency has me free. I don't care what people think. If I say a certain comment, I, I'm free, right? And it's normal. We all used to pick our boogers before corona, right? <laughs> you know you used to do it on the way home from work. <laughs> So let's get back to this message. We have to make a decision to break the same six cycles, right? Don't let our mouths get us into trouble. How we speak about a situation can determine how long we stay in that situation, right? So eventually what comes out of our mouths become our actions. We got to watch what we're saying, right? Well, I'm going to tell that person off. And then you get in front of them, and then you, some of us, we do, and then others, we kind of back up, right? We let the Holy Spirit take over. But we may not realize it, but when we are prophesying, we are saying negative things. We are literally prophesying destruction over ourselves. We have to realize and be careful with what we're saying because that's what can keep us stuck. And... Um, Our lives cannot help but become what we speak, right? Let me say it again. Our lives cannot help but become what we speak. Literally, if you wake up today and you said, oh, I don't feel good, oh, guess what? Your your life, your body is going to feel exactly how you're speaking, how you're thinking. We got to be careful because we don't know how to break these cycles, the enemy will come and destroy us with our own words. He doesn't even need to do or use anyone. He will use ourselves saying we'll turn your back against you. Wow. Saying we'll turn your back against yourself because he uses you he will use your strength against you. So good. That's what keeps us stuck. So Many of us have beaten ourselves down with the power of our own words. We've beaten ourselves down. I'm not a good enough mother, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm not smart, I don't have the right job, I don't have the right husband, guys. It ain't the right husband or the right wife that makes you. They're all, we are all imperfect. Yes, he farts differently than you do. He laughs differently than you do. He doesn't put the toilet down, the seat down, and you do. You cover the toothpaste and he doesn't. What else can it be? Does he have selective hearing like my dog? Yeah, right? We're all different. There's no one perfect. Okay, he looked at that woman. Okay, she looked at that man. The the natural eye is natural. The eye to see is natural, right? Get rid of your insecurities, ladies. Get rid of your insecurities, man. Because remember, what you're thinking, what you're saying, your actions will keep you stuck. And you're still fighting on jealousy. You're still fighting on the woman he saw 20 years ago at North Star Mall. We can't live off of that, right? I mean, if there's a good-looking girl, there's a good-looking guy. I mean, just look and keep going. And Now you're going to judge me, right? It's normal. Don't tell me, okay, Pharisees, put your rocks down, because if you were the first one not to do it, right? Come on. Throw those rocks down. Amen. Just want to have fun with y'all, guys. Many of us beat ourselves down with the power of our own words. The enemy will work against us ourselves, the enemy will, he will tell us, the, let me make it clear. The enemy will work, okay, you against yourself until you're crippled. He will work you. He doesn't even need his little demon friends. The enemy will use you to cripple yourself. With your words, right? He wants to take advantage. Let me tell you one thing he does. He uses your past wounds that have not been healed yet to paralyze you, to keep you, to keep you there, to keep you crippled, right? He will use your past wounds. Let me, let me give you an, uh, uh, a picture. Let me paint you a picture. As flies are attracted to decay and blood, so is Satan attracted to get a foothold of your life. So the moment you give him your past hurt that you have not forgiven or you haven't gotten over, he will attract to that and he will use that to bring destruction in your life and keep you bonded. He will use that. He will get a foothold through your past hurts, right? So what do we have to do before I get ready to close? We have to reverse his plan. We have to reverse it. We have to reverse it with the power of the Holy Spirit that is within us, right? The power to reverse his tricks, the power to reverse his plans. We have to use God within us because we can't do it on our own. We need God. We need the Holy Spirit, the one that directs us, the one that leads us, the one that tells us how, when, where, how, right? And when, the biggest thing is when. You have to be willing to give God all unrestricted, all-access entrance into your life. How do I do that, PJ? You got to ask the Lord. What are some unhealthy cycles, or maybe you know them, and patterns in my life that have me stuck? What is it? Remember, God reveals what he wants to heal. When you ask, he'll tell you, right? Right. Well, you know, ladies, you always ask your husbands or your, love, your lovers or whatever you want to call them. If you ain't married, they're your lovers. And let's make it plain and simple. Get it right. My thing is, is when you ask them, oh, do you love me? Do you love me? It's because you want to know that you want to hear the truth, right? You're asking. So remember, when you ask God, God's only going to reveal what he wants to heal. And sometimes what he reveals, it's going to cut you and it's okay. Let's get cut. Let's get fixed. Let's, Lord, reveal it. I know it's going to hurt. I know I have that nasty attitude, Lord, I got to work on. And you don't want to hear that about you, but you're going to hear it from God. And he's only going to tell you one thing at a time, because you can't handle all the nastiness you have at one time, right? So so we have to be able to get to the point that God reveals what he wants to heal. He doesn't bring up stuff to us to bring guilt Shame or condemn us at all. He doesn't do that, but we got to get to the point where we declare No, I will not allow my past to be my future You have to say it say it right now. No, I will not allow my past to be my future I will not allow my DNA to control me God is my DNA, right? God reveals the conviction of the Holy Spirit and he wants us to be free he wants us to be free from des- from destructive cycles and harmful patterns what's harming you what's keeping you what's making you mad what's making you angry what's making you sad what's holding you from god fulfilling his purpose in your life right so today you have to strip yourself from the enemy's agenda and he if not he's going to keep you trapped When in fact, I just read you the scripture, it clearly states you have the ability to strip off every weight that is holding you back. So everything that has you stuck, everything that is slowing you down, you need to ask God for a strategy, an intervention. What is the intervention? What is the antidote? We know the antidote is Jesus Christ. It's better to have Christ in your heart and go through things than not having Christ and not having that support. If you think a man and a woman is your support, I'm telling you, you need Jesus to be that support because he's the only one that can truly be there when no one is there. No one. No one. We have to ask the Holy Spirit to lead us. And he wants to give you today that divine blueprint of your life. God will give you that divine blueprint. He desires not to retain you, but to release you. But you have to have the willingness to say I want to be released today. I can't take this no more. I don't want this no more. I don't, I don't want to deal with it. I'm not going to stay stuck no more, right? Corona's keeping us stuck. Why do you want, let's not, we're at home. Let's find time with God, right? Let's get unstuck from things. That way when Corona lifts up and you go out into the world, you're going to go in to the world with power, with freedom. You're going to walk into the right door. Million dollar contracts are going to come your way. You're going to walk in, those doors, but you got to clean yourself up. Why don't you use this Corona pandemic as a fasting time to separate yourself and say, God, let's clean my act up because when the world opens up, they're going to see a new me in me, right? Amen. Amen. So right. I never want to close out a service without giving the opportunity to someone that's watching or someone that's here that says, you know what? I want that Jesus in my life. I want him in my life. I need him. I'll be honest with you. This morning, I woke up. I opened, I, I reached in my alarm. I snoozed it and I shouldn't have. I should have turned it off, but I snoozed it and I said, oh God, I can't do today. I can't do today without you. That was my prayer. That's it. That was my prayer this morning. I said, I can't do life without you. I don't even wanna get up from this bed, I told him. I said, I don't wanna get up. I don't, I don't know how to deal with this world today. You want transparency? That's what I felt like this morning. I woke up and I didn't even open my eyes. I just, I, you know You know where your snizz button's at. I said, Lord, I can't do it. I can't do it without you. I don't even know how to deal with the world today. Physically, I didn't have the strength. That was me this morning, okay? That's not me now. That was that only took 60-second Pity party. That was 60 second pity party. I was like, okay, I'm done, Lord. I turned the alarm off and I got up Let's go. because I have a life to live and it's willing and it's it's rewarding to live this life because I have a world to see. God created the day and I want to see the day He made, whether it's raining or not raining. Come on. Right. I want to see the day. I have time to spend with my husband and my kids and and the church family because I can be here today and then gone tomorrow. And then what? Oh, Pastor Jackie stayed in her bed crying all day. Oh no, oh no, no, no. I have a life to live and I got to live it. Whether it's a good day or a bad day, I got to live it, right? So let's pray. If you've decided and you said, I need Jesus in my life, let's pray. And and you can send me a message there right where you're at. I have decided. I have decided. Let's pray. Dear God, I know that I am a sinner and there is nothing I can do to save myself. No longer will I keep you out of my life. I give you my life. God, the Father says, I gave my son Jesus for you. And so today, if you prayed that, you send me a message. I have decided. I have decided. Amen. So there's a a party going on. We're so grateful that you have decided. I always pray that prayer all the time, every day, because I never know. Sometimes out of ignorance, I don't know if I made a mistake during the day, and I don't want to go to hell for that one mistake, right? So I always pray, God, I need you. Forgive me. And he's probably saying, for what? You just woke up? I know. But just waking up, maybe I'm the mistake today. I don't know, right? (laughs) Sometimes you feel that way, right? Father, in the name of Jesus, the devil has no place in you, has no power, no dominion, no rule, and no authority over you today. You are free. You are redeemed. You are whole. You are protected. You are defended, and you are healed. Today, receive his full operation for your life. Believe it today and receive it in Jesus' name. Love God, love people, serve others, and change the world.